Welcome to the Relationship Builder Podcast. I'm Dr. Kevin Skinner with my friend and colleague, Brett Williams. Brett, how are you? Well, why don't you let our listeners in on what we're going to be talking about. Brett and I, we are the Relationship Builders where we provide you the tools and you do the building. Awesome. So something you said there, I want to just make sure I'm understanding. You're saying it, it's the same. What you're not saying is for one person, it's everyone, everyone loves just touch. Just give everyone touch and they'll feel loved. So, so let's talk about that then. What what you're describing there is is it a feeling? Is it is it how how do I how am I accepting or feeling this love? And and the other way is how are the people giving it to me? You know, and I'm going to say, I, I believe it's an accumulation of experiences and events. Hmm. So I send you the, a note in the middle of the day saying, hey, I, I'm just excited to do this podcast with you today. Uh, thanks for being my friend. The, the underlying message is, is I, I'm thinking, I'm excited, you're my friend, I'm grateful for you. Uh, maybe that creates a feeling of love. Um,
Mm-hmm. Mm. It it's a deeper thing when I know you, I see your realities, I see the challenges that you right, and, and and back at you. Right, I feel the very same way. Right, I feel loved when you send a message. I mean, just this week, you bring me this nice Christmas gift, a uh, gift for the holidays, and and I know you. I know you're thinking about me. By the way, they, those were really good chocolate. Uh, oh man, it, it, the box is gone. So yeah, they were too good. Anyway, but 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 the, there's a principle here. I see you. I know you. I know your challenges. And think about this in terms of marriage or our children. And we love you through whatever the weaknesses I see in you. And I think that I had that experience when I was a young boy. I'd made a mistake in high school, and and I had to tell my mom. And uh, I'll never forget my mom's response. Simple response. Son, you're better than that. It, it wasn't a condemning. It wasn't a criticism. It was, it, was, it was actually a confidence booster. Son, you are better than that. It was a simple line, but, but it, it's just one of those things. It's like, wow, wow, you are better. So she sees something that I'm better. She sees that I can be better than I was being. And, and I think that that's one of the things that we do in relationships when we truly learn to love. Because I think we have to learn to love and to show that love. When we see people and their potential and their possibility, as a therapist, that's how I try to see my clients. I try to see them living without their depression, without the anxiety, without their addiction. I see them being better in marriage. I see them being more kind. I, I truly do. That's what I want to see. I want them to have that vision for themselves because I know it's possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't define you in my eyes. Yeah. So, so I would say that was a very loving response. 
Now I'm going to say, can I receive that? Let's say that I had felt a tremendous amount of shame, that I felt bad about myself, and she says that, and I think, oh, she just she's just saying that she's my mom. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't really think I'm better than that. She, in fact, she's being critical of me. And then I'm not able to receive the intent of that message. So, so I, I'll never forget something that Tara Brock said, and it's, it's, it's a, a loving kindness meditation that I'm listening to. Uh, this is a few years ago. And she said, do you make it easy for others to love you? <laughs> Self-confession. Uh but I, but I was thinking about this concept that she, as she introduces it, am I making it easy for people to love me through my actions? And, and, and am I accepting their love? Am I allowing their love to come into my, into my mind and into my heart? And, and usually, if I'm not allowing love, it's because I've, trust has been broken somewhere in my life, and I have felt the need to put a protective barrier up because I expect you're going to hurt me. I, I, it's interesting. I had somebody uh, talk with me recently, and I, they were just some, a neighbor. And they looked at me, and I had helped them with a few things just sporadically. And uh, the husband said, you're just too nice. When is it going to end? And I thought that that was an interesting response because I don't, I don't ever want it to end. I want to be a, this nice neighbor. I want to be somebody who cares because I, 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 that's who I want to be as a human being. Now, am I perfect? Heavens no. Boy, I tell you what. I, I, I mean, I, I can just, uh, sometimes I feel this selfishness and I feel this, this inner part of me. It's like, you know, I'm trying to overcome that part and, and find ways to serve and find ways to give and make the world a better place. But, but in that process, when I think about people in that way, I feel better about myself because I'm seeing the good in them. And, 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 and truthfully, that's a much easier way to live. And that's the hope, right? So, so one of the interesting challenges with it is that uh, people, people will still lie. They'll they'll still deceive. And and, and I think I think uh, Napoleon Hill, he he said something interesting. He said, "You can deceive me, but you can't deceive yourself." And really what he's saying in that is, you, you always know your truth. And when it comes to giving and receiving love, we know if we're rejecting love. 
and we know if, if, if we're receiving it. And the way we know is the way we are seeing people. Mm-hmm. So, so this idea, let, let's build off of it for a second. I got a question for you. So give me a situation or a scenario where you would say this person was receiving love. Maybe even share with the listeners your, your grandma experience, because I think that that illustrates this, these concepts. So, so some, so something you're saying there, I think, is really important. By the way, that's a really crappy example, but um, ha 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 ha. I know, but but something you're saying there is really important. It's this: love actually encourages, prods, pleads with, encourages someone to be a better person. So, love is not ignoring the problems. And, and that's sometimes a mistaken concept. If I love you, well, just accept me for who I am, someone might say. But if my mom had just ignored that and said, oh, no biggie, do you think it would have changed my behaviors? Most likely not. In contrast, when mom says, you're better than that, that inspired me to be a better person, to reach for the stars, to, to, to reach out more, I think, you know what, I, I need to be better. And, and, and that's what you're saying you didn't get. So someone who loves us actually encourages or, or really, let's go be our best self or selves, they might be saying, in a kind and a loving way. Not a pushing way. 
And I think there are some just some examples going through my mind. One, Brene Brown, she says, you know, when we go into the deepest recesses or the darkest corners of people's lives and they still feel loved and we still accept them in those deepest, darkest corners, that's that's a more genuine form of love and acceptance. Not that I condone or endorse those types of behaviors, but I'm still loving, recognizing in, in, your, in your suffering, that's how you chose to cope with whatever it was that got you to that point. Nevertheless, let's come out of the darkness and into the light because there's a better way to live, a happier way to live, more connected. And, and so you're right. We don't ignore and we don't punish we simply let them know that there's a better way. I love that. Uh, there's a there's a really good book called True Love by Thich Nhat Hanh. He's one of my favorite authors when it comes to mindfulness and meditations. And and something that he has um, he he shares a story. Uh, it's about uh, he he what he referred to as Plum Village, and he said in Plum Village, we will get together, and we will sit down, and somebody will come. And we will just listen to them. He calls it deep listening. We don't say anything. We just listen to them talk. He says, when you learn to listen to people this way, listen to others this way, you're forming a deeper meditation, a loving meditation, as you sit in their presence and listen to them, learn from them, hear them see them. It's a very profound concept because how often do we sit and be with somebody without saying, yeah, but have you considered this? Or what about that? Or, or are you thinking, have you thought about this one yet? And he's suggesting in Plum Village, he said, the best therapy we have for the, our community is that time where we just sit and listen deeply to others. I think that's a profound form of love. Just giving somebody your attention and your presence without judgment.
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, final thoughts today that you have, Brett, as we've been talking about this love concept and, and really feeling love, accepting, embracing, being love. Final thoughts. So that description there is allowing yourself to see another person on a deeper level. Uh, and loving others and allowing yourself to be loved. I believe the greatest gift that we give to the society that we live in is learning to love. Uh, my tagline, our tagline at the end of this is love is a choice, make it every day for a purpose. So I invite our listeners, uh, if you've got questions for us, I invite you to send us an email, relationshipbuilderpodcast at gmail.com. Again, relationshipbuilderpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to address your questions, any topics you want us to address. In the meantime, as we get ready to close, my favorite line, remember, love is a choice. Make it every day. 